So you've been thinking about launching a course, a membership, a workshop, a mini course, some sort of program to offer your people, to teach them whatever it is, whatever genius is living in your mind. If you've been thinking about that, if that's even been on your radar or it's something that you're like, I really want to do this right away, this is the episode for you because I'm going to walk you through exactly what your next steps are to get your idea out to the world. It's my favorite thing to do. So stay tuned for this episode and let's dive in. How can we as creative educators and entrepreneurs find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced. Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. First of all, we have to figure out what is your teacher genius? I always kind of refer to this as your passion topic, your special thing, your it factor, the thing that makes you, you, the thing that you could talk about all day long and that you love to help with. And so your passion topic can be any number of things. It can be a topic that you are super skilled at because you've practiced it a lot over time and you've gotten really good at it. It could be something you are experienced with because you've just had various experiences with the particular topic. Could be a combination of the two things. Hopefully you're skilled and experienced at the topic. Could be something you've researched, you've learned about, you've taken courses on, or you've just kind of read about in your spare time and become obsessed with. Your passion topic can be anything. For me in the classroom, it was podcasting with kids. I absolutely just sort of fell in love with podcasting with my students. It was the thing that all my colleagues would come to me and ask about, like, hey, I heard you all are listening to podcasts, or I saw that you're creating podcasts, and I kind of became the guru on that topic. So what is your topic? What is the thing that if you were going to lead a PD at your school, this is what your PD would be on? This is what people would come to you for help with. If you're stuck right there, you're like, I think I could do a course, I think I could do a mini course or something like that, but I just don't know what my passion topic is, then pause this episode right now and go journal on it. I really believe in the power of jotting some of this stuff down and thinking it through. What is the thing that you want to bring to the world? What is your specialty that you can give to other teachers? See, the really cool thing about packaging your teacher genius and selling it in the online space through a knowledge product like a course, a membership, a mini course, a workshop, however you format it. The really cool thing is that we have the opportunity to share our ideas beyond our classrooms. So back before we had this whole online education space, we would have a really cool idea. We would do it in our own classrooms. We would get really passionate about it. We would maybe read about it and grow our own skills. Maybe if we were lucky, we would put on a PD for the other teachers in our school or our district, but we certainly didn't have a way to get it out to the world. Now, thanks to the World Wide Web, 
and this whole marketplace of online education, you can create a PD for teachers and sell it in the online space. And so I just find this whole concept a very cool way to spread amazing ideas. But the first step, of course, is figuring out what is that idea. So do some journaling around those prompts. Think through what are your skills? What are your experiences? But also there's one missing part that I didn't mention, which is what do teachers need? What do they need help with? So if you're stuck and you're like, you know what? I'm not particularly passionate about anything. Go in and the free Facebook groups are my favorite place to do this. Go in and do some research. What are teachers in your same grade level or your same area looking for? What are they struggling with? What do they need help with? And where could you kind of step in and answer that call? Maybe something will come up that you didn't realize, oh, you know what? Actually, I do love doing that. And I do have a unique way of doing this. And people are always asking me how I do that. That's where the little nuggets are. That's where your course ideas, your best course ideas will come from. So that's the what. We're going to follow the very teachery who, what, when, where, why, and how here. So that's the what of getting ready to set up your uh, course or membership or program. I'm just going to call it a program from here on out. And and in a little while, I'll explain what falls under the umbrella of a program. The second part is to identify who is your program going to be for. So once you've identified your what, your passion topic, who is this best for? Who's going to be interested in this? Who will you best connect with? Who will benefit from this the most? And then how much time do they have? What kind of transformation will this offer them? How will it make their life better after they've gone through your program? What is the main benefit for them? So for example, if I was taking my podcasting for kids example, if I was going to put together a mini course on podcasting for kids, I need to start to think about my audience. Do I want to teach every single teacher how to podcast for kids? No, probably not. I'm not really good with the super littles. Bless you all who are. You are a very special person. I just want to take a time out and say, Um, but I don't work very well with the very littles. And I'm certainly not a high school teacher. I think I would do really well with helping upper elementary to middle school teachers use podcasting in the classroom. And I could probably dive really deep in that really kind of niched area, right? And solve a a problem for that particular group. And then when I really think about upper elementary teachers and middle school teachers, and I think about the time they have to devote to podcasting with their kids, well, it's not much, right? They're not going to want to take like, an eight module course with 45 videos on podcasting with kids because it just doesn't take up that much of their day. It's almost like a bonus thing. I probably will have to show them how valuable it can be. But, and I think about the time, I think this is going to be something quick and a quick transformation. And what's this going to do for that person? What will podcasting with their students do? Well, they might not know this yet, but I know that it can help out a ton with listening comprehension, with expression skills, communication skills, teamwork, collaboration. So I know that after they implement podcasting with kids in their classroom, they're going to feel, first of all, they're going to feel re-energized because their kids are going to love it. It's going to be really engaging, but they're just going to feel proud to be able to give their kids the skills they need to kind of live in this world where we're surrounded by podcasting and just taking in information through audio. So that's kind of me thinking through my who all the way through thinking about how this will improve their life. 
And then we're going to go to the why. So we identified the what, we identified the who, let's identify the why. And I got into that a little bit. What's the purpose of sharing this information? And the purpose for me with podcasting with kids would be to just spread this idea that kids should be getting ready for the future, this future ready learning trend, right? That kids are going to be living in a world where they're taking in a lot of information through tech, and we really need to respond to that by teaching kids about tech. That's my belief, and that's my why. That's why I want to get this idea out. What's your why? Why do you want to get this idea out beyond your classroom, beyond your school, and out into the world to teachers around the world? What impact is this going to have on kids? What difference is it going to make? think through all this. If you need to pause and journal, do that. It's worthwhile to get through some of this work to really set your program up right. Now let's think about the how. How are we going to get this information out? And that's where I used that word program. Uh, I want you to set aside everything you know about what people, especially big marketing gurus, are telling you you should be doing when it comes to creating an online education. Marketing gurus are not educators. You are an educator. So put everything aside and pretend you were doing an online PD for other teachers at your school. Just like you were going to do an in-person workshop, but they were like, you know what? We can't do this in person. We're going to do it remotely. Okay. We're used to doing that, right? We're used to that pivot. So imagine that you had to teach a group of colleagues at your school, but you needed to do it remotely. How would you give them this information? I bet your first thought wouldn't be, well, let's see, I'll do a course or a membership, right? You wouldn't be thinking about that. You would be thinking about what's like the most fun way, the easiest way, the simplest way, the most value-packed way I could get this information out to them. And we do that because we've been to one too many PDs where the information probably wasn't given out in a way that was meaningful or that we could use it. I think as teachers who have been through PDs, we know what the good ones entail, right? They give us maybe time for implementation. They maybe give us time to answer questions, to interact, to journal, to have workbooks to work through. Think about how would you best give this information out and don't put a boundary around it by trying to call it a course or a membership or a mini course yet. Just think about how would you get that information out in an ideal world. When we go into the online space, certainly you're going to pick a format, a course, a mini course, a a workshop, something like that. But for now, just put that aside and think about great instructional design. Let's go to the when. When will you put this out to the world? I want you to get the calendar out and I want you to put a date down because the biggest block to people actually getting their genius, teachers actually getting their genius out to the world in the form of a knowledge product is that they think that they're not ready. Well, I'll be ready when I have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Well, I'll be ready when I have 1,000 people on my email list. Well, I'll be ready when I have 10 blog posts. But we keep placing these barriers in front of us. And every time we place those barriers in front of us, we're keeping our idea from a teacher who could benefit from it. We are all, especially when we put out knowledge products, exchanging great ideas and just kind of like giving them movement around the world. And so I know I keep saying that around the world, but I think that that 
mobilizing teachers to make change and to put their ideas out there is one of the things I'm most passionate about. So I'm going to get like really into this, but I think that getting your idea out into the world is by far the most important thing. What is not important is what the graphics look like, how pretty it is, where you host it, how many people you're going to get it out to on your email list. This stuff is all not nearly as important as just getting your idea out there. So I'm a, a big believer in the idea that we can put something out that is done and not perfect. I do still think it should be quality. With that said, I do think it should be quality, but there's always room to go back and improve. So I want you to, with all of that in mind, put your launch date on the calendar and don't make it too far away. How quickly can you get this amazing idea out to the world? How can you take down barriers and just get it out there? What could you make simple that could be really complicated? What can you make simpler, make more simple so that you can get this out to the world? Put it on the calendar and figure out a way to get it out on that date. And I'm going to give you some some kind of like checklist items that you may want to have thought through before you launch, but none of them are barriers. All of them are things you can get through to get to your launch. Lastly, I want to think about where. Where will you host your program? Now, this is something people get totally stuck on. You can go back and listen to, I'll link to a couple podcast episodes here in the show notes where we talked about really simple ways to get your knowledge product out into the world, budget-friendly, simple ways. You can go all the way from totally budget-friendly to purchasing a tool like Kajabi that is all-in-one and has things like an email service provider and landing pages and it holds your course and it takes payment for your course and it does every single thing you need to do, but it's pricey, right? You can go from completely budget to pricey. And then where, where along that, uh, where along that line do you want to be? Where do you want to fall? Or do you want to start out with budget and maybe work your way up to something that looks a little more pricey, but decide where you will host your program. Where will you hold your video content or your audio content? Whatever you decided was the best way to deliver this product, you have to hold that somewhere in the online space. So that's some thinking that you've got to do. What are your next steps then? We thought through what is your passion topic? Who is it for? Why are you putting this program out there? How will you best get the information out there? When are you putting it out to the world? And where will it live in the online space? Now, what are your next steps to getting this out there? And you're like, Alyssa, holy cow, that was a lot of information. But I always love to start with the big vision and then zoom in on the next details. So there's your big vision. Once you've journaled on all of that, you've got your big vision for putting out a knowledge product into the world. Holy cow, you've already gotten that far. You've already gotten a date on the calendar. So what's next? Okay, the very next thing you need to do is start growing your email list. And I know I sound like I am a broken record with this, but here's the really cool thing about an email list. I've gone to PDs before where I have seen the leader of the PD take out a spiral notebook and say, everybody who loved this training, if you want the PowerPoint presentation that I just showed you, I want you to come up to my spiral notebook and write down your name and email, and I will send you that presentation. And those people, those teachers who are leading those PDs, who have their spiral notebooks, 
have built their email list. That's what they're doing with that spiral notebook. They're taking your name and email. They're maybe going to send you out the PowerPoint presentation that you just saw. That's their lead magnet, right? And then they're going to email you the next time they have something to sell and they're going to hope that you will purchase it. They're being super smart. Your email list is a way to contact people who are potentially interested in something you're going to offer down the line. So if you have not started building your email list now, that is your very next step. If you already have an email list, but maybe you don't have a lot of subscribers, you don't have a lot of the right subscribers, then your next step is to try to really focus on getting more of the right subscribers on your list. In my case, in the, oh, I'm going to publish a a mini course on podcasting with kids, I might come up with a freebie that I'm going to put out into the world on podcasting for kids. Maybe it's like a list of podcasting equipment you need if you want to start podcasting in the classroom. And I'm going to trade people their name and email address for that freebie. That's a lead magnet, right? And so I'm going to get that out into the world right now. It can be as simple as going to your Instagram stories right now and saying, hey, I'm thinking about putting out a mini course on this. If you're interested, DM me your email address and I'll add you to my list. Somehow you need to start collecting the contact information for people who could potentially be interested in this idea. And that also helps you validate your idea, which is another great next step. We can validate our ideas by actually asking our audience on Instagram stories or through a survey or by going out into those Facebook groups, those free Facebook groups. And you can even just lurk. If you're not comfortable yet asking a question there, just see what our teachers, what our teachers struggling with. And that's validation too. So these are all great next steps. Start your email list, start going out there and surveying and asking questions and finding out if there's truly a need for this product. And then start to talk about it. Put a wait list out there. See if you can get some names and emails on a wait list. That's also validating. So collecting that info and validating. And as soon as you've got some validation, I want you to get started creating this thing. You've got the date on the calendar. You've got the idea. Everything else is something that you can learn about, something that you can get through to get your knowledge product out to the world. We are getting our ideas and our genius out there. And I love, love, love to help with this topic. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. That's why I have a group coaching program to walk you through taking your idea for a course or a membership or a mini course or a workshop or a training or a summit, any any kind of a program you're going to put out into the online space. We work on that inside the group coaching program. We have 12 weeks of close, small group training. There's only 20 spots available in this program and it's by application only. And the application is simply to find out if you are willing to do some of the things that I said here. If you are willing to jump in and build this thing and get through some of the hard parts just to get your idea out to the world. I'm trying to see if not that you have a huge email list, but that you're willing to be a go-getter and to get out there and collect some of that information so that you can launch to the right people. So if you're interested in joining the group coaching program, you can go to alyssamcdonald.com slash intensive. It's called the Course and Membership Creators Intensive. You'll find an application there on that page and the applications are due on May 21st. So if you're interested in that group coaching, we take your idea all the way from the idea phase all the way to launch. Even if you've launched your program before, but you want to go through and make sure you've crossed your T's and dotted your I's, this is a great program for that as well. 
Now, I know some of you listening are thinking, you know what? I don't really want a knowledge product. Like maybe I do have a passion topic, but it's not in the cards for me right now to go through this path or go down this path of creating a knowledge product. And I want to reassure you before I end this episode that that is perfectly fine. Not everyone needs to create a course. Not everyone needs to create a membership or a workshop of some sort. It's just a really nice stream of income for teachers because we love to teach and it's a great way to get ideas out there. It is not the only way. It's one pathway that teachers take toward having a sustainable online business. So if you listen to this episode and you thought, eh, it's not for me, that's fine. You have lots of other ways to add higher price offers into your product suite, like bundles, services, all kinds of ways. And I have episodes on that too. So I'll make sure to link to all of the episodes that might relate to this one in the show notes so that you can go kind of follow the pathway you want to take for your online business. I hope to hear all of your ideas. Please DM me, teacher by nap time. Let me know what is your idea for a knowledge product and share it with me when you get it out to the world. I'm excited to see what you have. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Hustle podcast. I love hearing from you. So if you loved this episode, please consider leaving a review. You can also join our Facebook group, Teacher Hustle Podcast, to chat about all things business, mindset, and marketing. I also love to chat in the Instagram DMs, so send me a DM or tag me in your post. My name is Teacher by Naptime over there. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.